broadcast is from the Kingdom Family Global Church of God, where we raise kingdom minds and change mentality. Meet God's servant, Pastor Ty Solomon, as they rightly teach the word of God. Be blessed. Being what we discussed last week, or the series we've been discussing for like two, three weeks now. You said purposeful belief. That's what we have been talking about all this while. And um, last week we said a lot of things, but today I've decided to run over it again for the purpose of those that were not here last week. <coughs> and uh, since we started this series, we have been talking a lot concerning who we are, what we are, and where we are in Christ Jesus. And we are who we are today just by grace, nothing more but grace. That is, let there be perfect silence. And I told us that the purpose for which we have believed Jesus is not just to be sitting or to just be following Jesus. The purpose for which we have come to believe Jesus is to become sons of God. For he said in John 1 verse 12, that to those that believe have been given the power to become sons of God. Which means believing is just a step unto becoming the son of God. Which means you must not just say that, yes, I have believed Jesus. And you just sit down there. You have come to believe Jesus to become the son of God. And I describe what it means to be a son to us. And I said, being a son and just believing is like you being in a political party and you cross carpeting into another party. If I believe APC today, that in APC I can achieve all my vision, all my political ambitions, I'm going to join the APC. But if I'm there, we do primaries and they did not allow me. Then what am I going to do? I'm going to cross carpet into another political party. Why? Because for a while, I believe APC so much that I even spend my money, my time, my energy on APC. But now, APC has not granted my heart desire. So I'm going to cross cover to another party if my ambition is going to be realized there. Why? Because my name is not APC. What only made me APC are my membership card, maybe my uniform, if there is any, and my broom. So now all I just need is to move to PDP, change my uniform, change my broom to umbrella and I start shouting PDP. So also a believer can switch allegiance. A believer that has come to Jesus for a particular thing. Maybe to bear children, to have good job, to have husband, all this. And let's say these are not forthcoming, this kind of believer can switch allegiance. 
because this kind of believer have not believed with a right purpose the purpose for which you have come to believe Jesus is to become the son of God not anything else you see there is nothing you can have in this world that can differentiate you from the unbelievers the only thing that can differentiate you from the unbeliever is you becoming the son of God nothing you can have if you have come to him to ask for cars when you get the car you can't be different from the unbelievers because the unbelievers also have cars even in abundance more than what you have if you have come to Jesus for money you cannot be different from the unbelievers because the unbelievers have money much more even they know how to make money more than you do so all these cannot separate you from the world and he has said in his word that be ye not unequally yoked with the unbelievers because there is a special place for you he said be ye not conformed to the world because there is a special place for you you see anything you get in this world is just what make you to be yoked with the unbelievers and that's why there is no difference and that's why people will say that I don't need to go to church what do I need to go and ask for I have everything a friend of mine called me from abroad US and was telling me that uh, in this place it is easy for you to just lose your faith because everything is in abundance here. everything is in abundance you don't need to pray for job job is there even if you don't have money there is a place they have set up for people like that he said what will you not be praying for so if your purpose of coming to church is to come and pray for money is to come and pray for job when you go abroad you will lose your faith if the purpose which you have come is to come and ask for job when you go abroad where you don't need to pray for a job what will you pray for again so your belief must be founded on the word of god not just on prayer because so many times we pray means why because we pray so that we may spend all those things we want to receive on our lustful desires and that's why he said you should seek for the kingdom of god in matthew 6 3 and he said every other thing will be added unto you when you seek the kingdom of god every other thing will find their place their place around you so you have to understand that the reason why you have come to believe him is to become the son of god not just to have money not just to pass exams not just to have good wife or good husband or good children not just to build houses the unbelievers are doing the same so when you have come to believe him for all these things you have come to believe in vain because the unbelievers without even praying they have all these things in abundance they have children they have wives too they build houses they build it even multiple houses that you cannot even dream about they have flourishing business you have come to him just for businesses I'm not saying God cannot give you all these things. My God can supply all your needs. 
but the reason why you must come to him the reason why you have believed the reason why god has sent jesus to this world is not to just give you all these other things but to give you the kingdom of god that's the reason why he has come say for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not what perish that is the reason why he gave him and why you believe with a purpose other things will find their place towards you they will come knocking at your door so you must believe with a purpose you must know that the purpose for which you have believed him is to become sons of God because the Bible says the creature waited for the manifestation of the sons of God not believers sons of God they are not waiting for people that have bought multiple cars people that have uh, bought jet flying here and there the real manifestation they are expecting they are the manifestation manifestation of the sons of God praise the Lord So let me quickly say this. As believer, as a believer, you are not doing good to be saved. But let me tell you, doing good cannot save you. As a believer, you are doing good because you are saved. So when you are doing good and you are saying that uh, so that you can be saved, then you don't know what it is. You are doing good because you are saved. Your good deeds are products of you being saved. Nothing more. So when you are doing good as if ah, this is what will save you, is a lie. Your good deeds are not a way, are not the way to God. Only Jesus is the way, the truth, and life. I don't say some of you will say, ah, what about the unbelievers that are doing good? Excuse me, they cannot go to heaven. Because no good deed is way to heaven. Only Jesus is. When you are doing good without knowing Jesus, you cannot go to heaven. And when you look at Acts of Worship chapter 10, it talks about the man called Cornelius. He was doing good. He was doing fine. Everybody loved this guy. But the angel of God appeared to him one day and told him, all these good things that you are doing have come up to God for a memorial. But guy, sent for Peter in Joppa. He will tell you what you need to do to be saved. So no matter your good work, your good work cannot save you. It's only Jesus that can get you to heaven. Because he is the only way to heaven. Nothing more. So when you see a believer that has just done good and is doing like this, he does not understand who he is. That kind of believer thinks he's doing good is what is going to save you. No. What will save you is Jesus. So when you take your eyes from Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith, 
and you are looking at the good works you have done, you will not make heaven. Because the only reason why you are doing good is because you are being saved. So if you see a believer, if you see somebody that says he's a believer and is not doing good, then that person is not a believer, has not believed Jesus. Because he said, by their fruit you shall know them. So when he says that he's been saved, because we believe that everyone that have come to Jesus have been saved. If you now say that you have been saved, but still you are not doing good, then you are not saved. Because doing good are product of your being saved. It is by this fruit of the Spirit we shall know you. So we read in our family Bible reading that the work of the flesh are this, are this, adultery, fornication, this and this. So when you see a believer engaging in all these things and he's telling you he's being saved, he's a liar. Because if you have been saved, the fruit of the Spirit is what should be coming out from you. So when you see a believer, a believer is stealing. A believer is lying. He's saying he has been saved. He has not been saved. On a normal day, we are not supposed to be teaching a believer that is saved how to do good. Because out of him should flow rivers of living water. Out of him should flow all this fruit of the spirit. All these good deeds. But we keep on preaching about doing good. Because even in the church, how many people can boast that they are saved? We see how people in the church fornicating, committing adultery, beating their wife, beating their husbands, everywhere. And that's why we keep on still preaching, still preaching this. We keep on preaching people doing good, people doing good. Praise the Lord. So Holy Spirit has not come to make believers for God. Let's go to the business of today. Holy Spirit has not come to make believers for God or for Jesus. The Holy Spirit has come to make as many believers and followers of Jesus sons of God. That's what the Holy Spirit has come to do. The Holy Spirit has come to do what? To make as many believers and followers of Jesus sons of God. So before the advent of the Holy Spirit, Jesus already has followers. Jesus has people following him everywhere. So the Holy Spirit has not come to make more followers. The Holy Spirit has come to make as many followers sons of God. When you are not a follower of Jesus, Holy Spirit cannot come. So Holy Spirit has come to make as many believers sons of God. So, Holy Spirit have not come to make more followers for Jesus. No. So you must understand this. And I told you the reason why a son is a son. A son is a son because a son cannot deny the father. Your facial appearance, your blood type, your genotype, your DNA, everything is talking about the father. So there is nowhere you will go, you can't take away the father from you. So a son is different from a believer or a follower. 
it is not everybody that is a fan or that is a follower that follows those people they are following home it is not all followers many people love uh, many people love Atiku. how many of these people that are following them follow them home no but if there are sons of Atiku or Bwari among those people that are following them they will definitely follow their father home because they are sons they know their place all the followers of this political party they know their place they will go to, to their different houses so when you are just following too, it's not a guarantee that you follow him home. Sometimes you, you just go somewhere else. But a son is bound to the father. A son will definitely follow the father. A son will go nowhere but... So you have to understand this. It's about being the son and not just sitting down. So Holy Spirit has not come to make believers for God or for Jesus. He has come to make us many believers. Sons of God. So it is an error to say you believe in Jesus and not believe in everything attached. All that comes through your belief in Him. It is an error to say you believe Jesus. And you don't believe in everything attached or that comes through your belief in Jesus. So, it's an error for you to believe you have the Holy Spirit and not believe in the giftings of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So, it is an error of doctrine. When you believe you have the Holy Spirit, but you don't believe you have the gift of the Spirit. So a doctrine that will only teach you about the Holy Spirit and you will not know how to operate in the gift of the Spirit is a doctrine that will only tame you and cage you to the same level as the unbelievers. Don't be tamed. Don't be caged to the level of the unbelievers. You have been called into the marvelous light to shine your light. You have not received the Holy Ghost to go and sit down in your room. Hmm. You have received the Holy Ghost to become the son whom the world are waiting for his manifestation. So you can receive the Holy Ghost and go and sit down in your house and be watching TV and be so comfortable when you need to go and manifest. So you can't believe you have the Holy Ghost and not believe in the gifting of the Spirit that comes from the same Spirit. If you say you have the Holy Spirit upon you now, and you don't believe you have the gift of the spirit then something is wrong with you something is wrong with the with the, with your teaching with the knowledge you have because this same holy spirit upon you is the one that is giving all the gifts of the spirit and all these gifts of the spirit are accessible to you if you believe 
if you believe all these gifts of the spirit are accessible to you if you believe and you know how these gifts according to first corinthians 12 from verse 8 to 10 they are the gift of the word of wisdom the gift of the word of knowledge the gift of faith the gift of prophecy the gift of walking miracles the gift of discerning of spirits the gift of tongues diverse tongues and the gift of interpretation of tongues so these are the nine gifts of the spirit they are nine in number and all these gifts are accessible to you if you believe so it is wrong for you to have the Holy Spirit upon you and you don't believe you have the gift of the Spirit. I was talking to a lady and I was telling the lady, I said, you just told me now that your father is a missionary and your mother is a missionary. I said, you, what are you doing for God? He said, he does not have talent to preach. And I look at her like this. I look at her but we stayed there talking for like one hour sharing the word of god and i told her you said you don't have any gift of preaching what is happening now you see the lady is not conscious of who she is she's not conscious of whom she is So all these, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, from verse 8 to 10, are accessible unto you if you believe and you desire them. So when you believe and you desire all these gifts, they are accessible to you. So it is a sign of Christianity literacy when you believe you have the Holy Spirit, but you think you have no gift of the Spirit. So it is a sign of Christianity literacy when you believe you have the Holy Spirit upon you, but you think you don't have the gift of the Spirit. And illiteracy in Christianity is a dangerous disease which only has its cure seated in accurate knowledge and proper understanding of the word of God. You need to understand the word of God. It is high time you stop telling yourself you have the Holy Spirit without manifesting, without manifesting, operating in the gift of the Spirit. A time has come in which you are going to stop saying it is only the pastor the prophet that can prophesy he said in Acts of Apostles chapter 2 Peter was referring to what Joel said in Joel chapter 2 that the time is coming I will pour out my spirit unto all men your sons and daughters we what we prophesy he said sons and daughters he didn't say pastors 
He didn't say prophet. He didn't say some people. We prophesy. He says sons and daughters. We prophesy. Which means all of you. We prophesy. So one thing is this. You must believe you have the gift. If you can believe by faith that you have the Holy Ghost. You must believe you have the gift of the Spirit. And you must desire it. If you are in the midst of those people that need healing. If you don't believe you are the healer in their midst. You will not desire to heal. And that's why so many of you when you are in the midst of your friend. And let's say they are sick or they are this. You don't believe you can heal them. And that's why you suggest different things to them. You must believe you are the healer in the midst of those your friends and easily. And when you believe, you desire to heal. You desire to heal. It is not you that will heal them. It is the Holy Spirit that will work it out in you. Just position yourself for that to take place. The disciples of Jesus came to Jesus in Mark. And they said that they saw a fellow. Casting out demons in Jesus' name. But he's not a follower of you, Father. Then Jesus told them, don't rebuke such. That one cannot talk against the kingdom of God. If he believe, let him be casting out demons. Even somebody that's not following Jesus. And now you, you are following Jesus. You are calling yourself a child of God. But you cannot lay hand on somebody and somebody is healed. You are afraid to lay hand on somebody. You cannot even prophesy concerning your life. You want to prophesy about somebody. How is that possible? You cannot speak word of wisdom to yourself. You want to speak word of wisdom to somebody else. It's not possible. You have the Holy Spirit. You are not operating in the gift of the Spirit. Then something is wrong with you. So you have to wake up to your calling. You have not been called into life just to be playing here and there. Just to equate yourself with the world. Or conform yourself to the world. You have been called into Christianity to shine your light. So that they will give glory to God when they see your good deeds. So you must desire the gift of the Spirit. That is the only way by which you can manifest. So 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 1. Let's read together. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 1. Let's read together. And let's see what Paul was saying to the, the Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 1 let's read one to go follow after charity and desire spiritual gift but rather that he may what he said desire what he said desire what spiritual gifts he said, desire spiritual gifts. So if you want to manifest, 
if you want to operate in the gifting of the spirit upon you upon you the only thing upon you you have to desire when your child is sick you must believe you are the healer and you desire to heal see all these gifts of the spirit you can switch them off you can activate them I may decide to speak the word of wisdom. I may decide not to speak the word of wisdom. I may decide to prophesy. I may decide not to prophesy. I may decide to go on and express faith. My desire just to. Let me just sit down. So you can switch it on, you can switch it off. But when you don't believe you have it, you have switched it off completely. He said, do not quench the fire of the Holy Ghost. When you don't have accurate knowledge of the workings of the Holy Spirit, you will switch it off unintentionally. Ignorantly, you will switch it off. You say it's just your pastor that should prophesy. All of us here in this place, we can prophesy. That is nothing wrong if all of us are prophesying. When we have different kind of psalms, when we come together like this, when we have different kind of prophecy to give, as I'm prophesying to you, you are prophesying to me. That makes it the church, a balanced church. It is imbalanced when, when only your pastor is prophesying or speaking the word of wisdom and you are not doing anything. Because we receive the same gift from God, which is the gift of the Holy Spirit. But the only difference is the information, which is the knowledge in the word of God now. And you have to know and switch it on. Switch that Holy Spirit on in your life. Sweet the giftings on, heal the sick, walk miracles, speak in tongues. I remember before I gave my life to Jesus, I've been going to church thinking I know Jesus, not, not knowing I was just religious. What the world wanted is what I wanted. When I gave my life to everything, just changed. I could not speak in tongues, I began to speak in tongues. I could not pray for people and people be get bored. <laughs> I begin to pray for people and healing, miracles, different things are happening. Just because I have understanding of who I am today. Now. So you should have the understanding of who you are. Don't live a low life, a low version of the life God has given to you through Jesus. So Mark 11, 24 says, Therefore I say unto you, What things soever ye desire, when you pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. So you have to believe. You have to desire. Believe. Desire. Whatsoever you don't desire, you can't believe it. And whatsoever you don't believe, you cannot desire.
I don't believe I can become a doctor, I cannot desire to become a doctor. If I don't believe I can become the governor of this state, I cannot desire to be the governor of this state. So when you don't believe you have the gifts of the Spirit that came with the Holy Spirit upon you, that you received from the Father upon your salvation, then you cannot desire to express. The reason why you have not been expressing is because you don't believe and you cannot desire. You see, desire in this place comes from the Greek word zelo. It comes from the Greek word zelo. And it means to earnestly desire. You must desire as if it is your life. Look at it. If you don't drink water for like a week, you are going to die. Even before a week, you will die. So the Holy Spirit is like this. He said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Holy Spirit is like that water that if you don't take, you will die. So the rivers of living water must flow through you, through your giftings. And that's how you can help the world. That's how you can help the creature waiting for your manifestation. You must want the giftings with your life. You must want to express it with your life. When you cannot express the gift of the spirit, it must bother you. Because these are the evidence that you have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is only evident by your manifestation. When you are not manifesting, you will be doubting the Holy Spirit upon your life. And that's why the apostles, when they lay hands on people, they want to hear them speak in tongues. As an evidence of you receiving the Holy Ghost. So when you say you have the Holy Ghost and you are not expressing even the least you cannot even speak in tongues then something is wrong. So it is possible for all of us as a church like I said the other time to prophesy. It is possible for all of us to heal the sick. It is possible for all of us to be able to speak the word of wisdom. It's not, it's not compulsory that only the pastor must be preaching to you. Don't just be a receiver, be a giver. Givers don't lack. He said, when you open your mouth, he will feel it back. So 1 Corinthians 14 31 says, For ye may all prophesy one by one. One thing about the church of Corinth is that all of them can prophesy. 
Because Paul said there, he said, For ye may all prophesy one by one, that all may learn and all may be comforted. And verse 2 says, And the spirit of the prophet are subject to the prophet. Like I said the other time, you can switch it on. You can switch it off. That spirit, those gifts, they are subject to you. They are subject to you. So, if the whole church of Corinth can prophesy one by one, there's nothing wrong in every one of us prophesying. Just imagine the heavenly church, how many were there? But today, Christians all over the world, they are above two billion with little effects. And yet, the gospel is going down every day, it's being watered every day. Men are losing faith every day. There is no faith that could cross rivers because of his soul anymore. Why? Because the whole church, the whole church, the whole early church desire to express the gifts of the Spirit. The whole church believe they have the gift of the Spirit. They believe it's not just the apostles that have the Spirit. That every one of us have the gift of the Spirit. So you have to understand. Stephen, Philip, and five others, making seven, were appointed into the financial department of the, of the early church. They were appointed into the financial department of the early church. And they did not say, because we have been appointed to manage money or business for the apostles, this is just our own way of expressing the gift of the Spirit. Like I said last week, that you are in welfare department of a church. That you are in all street department of a church. That you are a choir coordinator of a particular church. All these are not substitutes. For you expressing the gift of the Spirit. They are not. Don't be cajoled. You can only express the gift in only nine ways. Which I've read to you. According to 1 Corinthians 12, 8. That you are in a church. You are the chief usher. You are the choir master. You are singing. You are doing all these are no substitutes your expression of the gift of the spirit that is distributed by the Holy Spirit that you say is upon your head. All these things the unbelievers can do also. We have unbelievers that are singing gospel now. It is not all of them that know Jesus. We have them singing. Some of them we sing some songs. And you will listen to and say, ah, this is a very good song. But those who that sang it, they are not Christians. If it is ushering, we can call the unbelievers to come and usher for us. We can meet the security people and say, yes, you will be our usher in this event. And they will come. They will do it better than you. People will fear them more than you. 
If it is singing, we can hire them to come and sing. They will sing or show Jesus for us here. And you will sing. And everybody will dance and sweat and go back home. The only thing that differentiates you from the unbeliever, they are the gift of the spirit that can be expressed by an unbeliever. The only thing that differentiates you is that. When you are doing things that they can do, they are not gifts of the spirit. Maybe they are talents. Talent is general. So you must understand this. So that you don't want to live your life as a believer. You must understand. You must be the son of God. And you must live as the son lived. Jesus went about doing good. What was he doing? He was healing the poor. He was healing the sick. He was performing miracles. Speaking words of wisdom. Speaking words of knowledge. He was going around prophesying. Expressing the gift of the Spirit upon his life. So you must understand. Stephen was in the financial department of a church. It was like those people that stay in the venture and are counting money or they are doing business for the apostles. Just like the church that we have today, that some people are in charge, like treasurer, this and this. How can you be a treasurer and you are not speaking the word of wisdom? You are not healing the sick, you are not performing miracles. You just sit down there by the table and you are counting money. You are living another life. You are a treasurer, you cannot speak in tongues. You are a treasurer, you can't even win a soul in a week. You have nobody to preach to. And that's why the church of today, they are not doing great exploits. Because only the few are doing as the sons. And the general or generality of the whole church, they just sit down, receive, and go back to their house, and they are watching Telemundo. Lazy Christians that cannot express the gift of the Spirit. How could you have received the Holy Spirit and you cannot express the gift of the Spirit? When you go on and you read about the story of what Stephen did after they were appointed if you read 7 before he was killed the Bible says he was filled with the spirit he was speaking the word of wisdom he was doing great work and he is just in the financial department of the early church and in chapter 8 chapter 8 talked about a man called Philip and this Philip converted the whole city of Samaria Philip delivered the whole city of Samaria from Simeon the sorcerer Daras Bewitched the whole city of Samaria. They saw his work. Just go and read that. I put the chapter 8 and count the gift that Philip expressed. 
He was speaking the word of wisdom. He was healing the sick. He was performing miracles. And he was judged in the financial department. He was not even the head of that department. And he converted the whole city. You have not even converted your house. How you converted your street? How you convert your street? How you convert? How you convert people? You have not even talked to a friend of yours. How you talk to somebody you don't know? How? And you say you have the gift of spirit upon you now. And you say you have the Holy Spirit upon you. Holy Spirit that is looking at his friend to perish. And you are sitting and you are looking at Kimbo. You must have accurate knowledge of who you are. Or else you will manifest in a wrong way. Instead of you manifesting, you just sit down. And that's why the unbelievers are not waiting for you. They are not seeing your manifestation. You know, they just see you as one of them. And that's what it is. So it will be a grievous and dangerous mistake for you to be in this church and live in the mirage of whom God has made you in Christ Jesus. It will be a grievous and dangerous mistake for you to be in the church and live in the mirage of whom God has called you to be in this church in particular. Have we all know what mirage is? Mirage means something appearing to be, but it's not. Many people today appear to be Christians, but they are not. They are going to church. The sole of their shoes make the loudest noise. They say they are going to church, but they are not. When people that think they are Christian meet them, they are disappointed. And they say, ah, if this is how Christians are, I will never become a Christian. When you manifest, they want to become Christians. You see, the Bible says, in Proverbs 18, verse 16, that a man's gift will make room for him and bring him before great men. A man's gift. It is wrong for you to have the Holy Spirit upon you and say you don't have gifts. It is wrong. How can you say you have the Holy Spirit and you say you have no gift? These gifts that the Holy Spirit gives are to make room for you in the heart of the unbelievers. And as some of you preach to people and people don't listen to you because you are not expressing the gift you are just opening your mouth they hear you, they are not wild they hear you they just shake their head and go away even you yourself you are thinking what if I talk to them and they don't listen how will you have the Holy Ghost in you Jeremiah said your word is like fire shot within my bone. When you have the gift of the word of wisdom, it's like fire shot within your bone. You can't see that. You must just tell somebody. 
you must spread the fire around you. You want people to be filled with the fire of the Holy Ghost. So your gifts, the gift of the Spirit, are to make room for you in the heart of the unbeliever. In the heart of men. Men of this world, your gifts are to make room for you. What made room for Philip? In the city of Samaria was his gift or where his gifts. The gift that he expressed. And you get to go and check out of Apostle chapter 8 and, and identify the gift of the Spirit expressed by Philip. You can also check chapter 7 for the gift of the Spirit expressed by Stephen. Their gift made way for them, even in the city in which people have been bewitched. Your gift should make room for you. Because the Bible says a man's gift make room for him and bring him before great men. Your gift take you before great men. When Paul was taken in Rome, he came to a king and the king said you almost converted me <laughs> a prisoner almost converted the king king agrippa <laughs> a must give make room for him no matter where you are no matter the kind of weather your give make room for you sometimes when you stand in front of an unbeliever sometimes depending on the situation if the, if the situation don't warrant you speaking the word of wisdom, heal the person. When you heal the person, then tell the person about Jesus. If the situation does not warrant you speaking the word of wisdom, do a miracle. You no, know, sometimes when you're supposed to do a miracle and you are speaking the word of wisdom, it, it may not work. And that's why you have to desire it. Depending on where you are, depending on what kind of weather, what is obtainable in that place, desire to express. What do they need? What is their need in that place? Desire to be the one that will supply the needs. Because God can supply all needs through you. Through you, He can supply all needs of men. Through the gifting of the Spirit upon you. So when you are in the midst of those people that need healing, believe you are the healer and desire to heal. Look at your neighbor. I want to face your neighbor and tell your neighbor when you are in the midst of those that need healing, believe you are the healer. And desire to heal. And Holy Spirit. We heal them. That's how it works. You have to desire. If you are with your friends. That need the word of wisdom. Believe you are the preacher there. 
don't think you are not the preacher you are not the pastor no you are the pastor there and you must desire to preach but if you desire not to preach that your friend may perish but God will ask you what you have done with the gift he has given to you the gift he has given to you they are your talent the Holy Spirit is your talent that he has given to you if you remember the parable of the talent according to Matthew 25 15 to 28 to one he gave five to another he gave two to another he gave one the one with five went made five more the one with two go made two more but one with one went and buried i hope you are not bearing the holy spirit that is with you i hope you are not hiding the holy spirit in the ground today how much as the holy spirit god has given to you upon your salvation profited god as holy spirit profit god at all are you not saying you have the holy spirit and are still stealing are you not saying you have the holy spirit and you are still fornicating committing adultery everywhere and you are saying you have the holy spirit so you have to understand this and you have to know who you are and you must believe with the purpose all these are only possible when you believe with the purpose when you believe with the purpose all these are possible rise up on your feet i want to begin to desire desire the gift of the spirit so you you have known today that you have to believe with the purpose when you believe with the purpose of becoming the son you will desire to express the life of the son and the life of the son is living in the miraculous living in the supernatural because the life of the son is supernatural so I want you to desire today so that you will not live an under life you will not live a low life you will live your life as you ought to live it. I want you to desire. Desire. Before we go, I want you to pray this one prayer. The Bible says in Mark 7, chapter 7, Mark chapter 7, verse um, 32. He talked about 
a man that is deaf and dumb that was brought to Jesus to be healed. And something happened there. When the Spirit, when Jesus healed him, the Bible says in verse 35, that straight away his ears were opened and the string of his tongue was loosed and he spake plain. See, the reason why he did not speak plain before or he could not speak plain before was not because he doesn't have tongue. It was because there was string that held the tongue. So I want us to pray. And I want you to say, Every string holding me down from whom God has designed me to be. Father, lose me today in the name of Jesus. I want to go ahead and pray. Every string holding me down from being who God has designed me to be. Father, lose me today. Whatever the string is, Father, lose me today. In the name of Jesus. When there is a string holding you down, it will be hard for you to fulfill destiny to fulfill purpose. This man was given tongue but could not speak. When a man is given bread and there is a string around the bread, you will not know your book. You will not be able to think accurately. You will not be able to, 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 to have ideas. Father, every string holding me down from being what you want me to be. Some people, because they don't have money, they say, what's your idea? Even they will not even be, talk, be able to talk. They don't know how to advise because they are not rich. They don't have money. There are financial strings. And I want you to tell the Father. Father, every financial strings, every string holding me down from being whom you have designed me to be. Father, lose me today in the name of Jesus. Be it financial string, intellectual string, Head string. Father, cut me loose today in the name of Jesus. Make my voice relevant in the name of Jesus. From every weakness of my life, deliver me today, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Deliver me today in the name of Jesus. Father, deliver me in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the thanks for today. For your word is true. All glory be unto you. Father, everything we have done today, let them be acceptable in your sight in the name of Jesus. Father, all the prayers we have rendered, may they not return void in the name of Jesus. May they fulfill those which they have been sent to do in the name of Jesus. 
the word of God we have heard. Father, let them fall on the good soils of our hearts in the name of Jesus. And let them grow, let them grow us in the name of Jesus. And all glory will be unto you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I hope you have been blessed by today's message. It's my delight to have shared the word of God with you today. I am Ty Solomon, the senior pastor of Kingdom Family Global Church of God. And I want to invite you to join us in a service every Sunday by 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. at B110 Elega Housing Estate. You can also join us on our Facebook by typing Kingdom Family Global Church of God to stream us live. Share with us your testimony. Share with us your prayer point. You can also follow me on podcast anchor.fm slash Solomon to see all the series that can make you grow spiritually. Until I see you again, remember, a life without the word of God cannot express the life of God. So live by the word of God. Thank you.